Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Glee, 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 of the week. Allison. <laughs> no, you're starting it exactly the way we always do. But I don't know how else to do it. This is the third episode where we talked about this. I don't know yeah. how else to start an episode other than Andrew. Andrew. Hi. How yeah. are you? Um, I'm doing well. I don't know if that was an actual question or not. But, no, I didn't um... actually care. Um, <laughs> I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you today about Darren Chris. I know that okay. we talk about Darren Chris in every Familiar. episode. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you know him. He is on Glee. He was on Glee. He played Blaine Anderson. He released new music this week. This episode is going to come out way later, but Yeah, I know. Yeah. But You had the opportunity last week to talk about this new music when it was more fresh, but I know, but then I was like, ah, "No, I want to talk about American Horror Story." That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. So, Darren Chris, he's released 3 new songs thus far from a new musical project mm-hmm. um i thought it was going to be an album it's a five song ep um mm-hmm. that he is hyping up just as much as an album and you know what you do you i want more music more content but we have gotten three songs thus far okay we got and how do you feel about them um coming from a live breathe die by Blaine anderson darren chris kind of person okay i mean i'm gonna listen to it whether it's good or bad Wait, I sort of want to unpack <laughs> the fact that you said Blaine Anderson before <laughs> Darren Chris, a fictional character before <laughs> the actual person. Because uh, I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> I'm not going to okay. go into that. Then, okay, That's then something keep I'm going to bring up the... with my therapist off the pot. Um, okay. No, so we have Fucking Around, which was the first single. Really mm-hmm. good. Um, liked it. It was kind of like edgier so i think what he's going for with this album is each song is like a very character driven um Mm -hmm. very like different side of him fucking around i liked it did you like it it i heard like bits of it i only heard what he posted to social media okay so you're not a real fan you didn't listen to the whole thing I never claimed to be a darren chris fan okay let that be clear okay well i'm here (laughs) driving this boat Okay. Um, and, and then we have um, I Can't Dance. Oh, is that like a callback to I'm not going to teach your boyfriend how to dance with you even? Sadly, no. I really, really, oh. really wish it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very 80s uh, character. Like it, he's playing a, a character, I think. What is the character? I don't know. I did this one. This is the song I've liked the least thus far. Okay. I've been also seeing that Darren Chris has like been like sort of there's queer baiting and then there's also gleek baiting, which (laughs) I feel like Darren Chris is doing on his social media. Darren Chris is gleek baiting? 
he's gleek baiting because he's going on social media and he just like took a picture in front of something that said warbler and then like <laughs> he's like posted it to grid and it's like yeah people are gonna respond yeah it's not like he would want to celebrate one of his biggest successes in his career no by but taking he, he a photo. does this like you no know, he does this constantly because like he also recently i feel like he on his instagram story or something he was singing Don't Stop Believing, which, of course, was a Glee original. Um, so, I mean, like, I, I feel like he's gleek baiting. Okay. Well, you know what? It's working. If he panders yeah. to his audience, it work. it's working. Like, I, okay. I'm not mad about it. Um, I want the Glee content. The Glee, if it's going to get him views, do it. We do the exact same shit. We literally gleek bait constantly. We gleek bait every single day of our lives, okay? Um, wow. <laughs> anyways, the third song that we've had okay, is sorry. The, from this week. Uh, it's called A Night Like This. Uh-huh. So good. Uh-huh. I really, really thoroughly enjoy it. It's very, like, COVID is we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but we're going back into the tunnel. But okay. um, the light at the end of the tunnel is coming, and um, I want to play that song at every party ever. And the, it, it's a very good, like, New Year's song. Wait, does it, like, have, like, the words COVID or pandemic in the song, or are you just sort of, like, No, but it's a song. That? The lyrics are about, like, we've been waiting for a night like this. Like, I'm putting on fancy clothes. You're putting on fancy clothes. We're going to party. We're going to dance. We're going to drink. We're going to spend a shit ton of money. Right. And it's going to we've been waiting for this and I we, yeah. I live by that every uh weekend of my life. My bank wow. cries. Wow. But I love that. That's Thank great. Thank you. Um Is that it? I wanted to get your reaction to the album. However, I mean like you I haven't mean, listened to it. So I haven't listened to I didn't I didn't I didn't know that this was like an assignment that I had it going is. into this recording. It is. If you're going to claim that Darren Chris is gleek baiting, you better come with the facts, okay? I literally do have the facts. He has been posting on social media. I don't need to listen to this little EP that's not an album. <laughs> His little okay? EP that's not an album. Do you remember we you and I both did go to the Darren Chris concert separate venues? Separately. Obviously, we did not know yeah. each other at the time. Obviously. He played a bunch of new music that he was like, I'm releasing an album. Right. Never became an album. There are like just, several songs yeah. that I'm like, where are they? I remember him like singing, like sort of like the the slow version of Teenage Dream, mm -hmm. like the the one that he does mm -hmm. uh, in season four, and then it sort of just like goes into the faster version, the poppy version. Yeah, right. He did that on that tour, right? Yes, and he also invited somebody on stage at each show. I don't know if you remember. Oh, I do recall that, and that was a huge deal. Yeah, That was a huge deal that he didn't pick me. I rioted afterwards. Sorry. By not listening to his music for 10 minutes, and then I was back in it again. You are back in it. Well, <laughs> um, well, Darren Chris, everyone. Darren Chris, Darren, everybody. He, Darren Chris, yes. He crashed Steve Aoki's set at Lollapalooza. Did you see that? I don't know who that is. I, I feel like oh un, I, I don't feel prepared for this conversation. Uh! <laughs> Steve Aoki is a musician. Okay. Um, he's made music with a bunch of different artists, including Louis Tomlinson, 
which is for the One Direction podcast that I will eventually uh, I'm familiar with up. that name. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but Darren and Steve Aoki have a song together, and Darren okay. crashed Steve's uh, set at Lollapalooza. At, and I think Steve Aoki was performing at the same time as Miley Cyrus. Okay, I know which that one would you well. have gone to? Which one would you well, have gone to? Miley. Oh. <laughs> Wait, it's crazy because the Darren Chris was my first concert, and then Miley Cyrus was my second. Really? I've never well, seen yeah. Miley live. I really want to see mm-hmm. Miley live. I th- Is that toxic? I, hope we- I probably shouldn't say that publicly. What? I feel like the, those two people, like that's like just like that Darren, make Chris, sense. and Miley Cyrus. It's like not a good. It's not a good first concert. You no, know. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Do you have something that's else to say? That's all I got that's for it? you. Okay. Do you, you want to bring in our Gleek of the week this week? I do want to bling, bling in. Bling, I want to bling, bling in our Gleek of the week. And Nicole, our Gleek of the week. How are you doing, Nicole? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing so well. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, so you had a really crazy experience with Glee that people might not be familiar with. Do you mind just like taking us back to the beginning? Because this story is just like so crazy. Well, uh, where do I start with that? So uh, first of all, I just want to start by saying I used to be one of the biggest Gleeks in the entire planet. Um, literally lived, breathed, ate, whatever. My family like almost disowned me because I talked about it so much. They were like, okay. Relatable content. You got to go. And I was like, okay, I'm going to move to LA then (laughs) where they filmed this show. Um, no. So I moved out to Los Angeles, uh, when I was 19 and Mm -hmm. to pursue, um, a career in film more or less. I wanted to be more behind the scenes. Not, I wasn't really trying to be like an actor or anything, but a thing that people do out there as a way to network and meet people is kind of do uh, what's called background acting. Obviously it's pretty self-explanatory. It's the people <laughs> walk around in the background. <laughs> and uh, it was always my goal to try to get on that show because um, as a young person myself dealing with um, my own identity problems with my sexuality, uh, Glee really spoke to me. It was one of the first shows that kind of embraced that and showed it as like this positive thing. And yeah. It just, I, I was just so, I connected to it so much. It was so relatable for me. Um, and so, unfortunately, I only got to be on the show once when I was doing this background work. And it was in the fall of, uh, what was it, was it 2010? Bear yeah. with me, it's been over 10 years. Um, but that's not, that's not the main point of, that's not actually the main point of what happened was um, six months after I was even on the show at all, mm-hmm. um, I was invited to a dinner party with some friends that I had made, uh, just a couple girls that I knew through also doing background work. Um, you end up working with a lot of people around your age, you know, so you make friends and hang out and support each other and whatever. And so a friend of mine was having this dinner party and she invited other people that she was friends with that I didn't know. Um, and we happened to all be chatting after dinner and a couple of the girls had mentioned that, oh, hey, we were on Glee this week. and course me being the avid fan that I was yeah I was like oh my god tell me everything and um everyone had had a couple drinks or whatever so everyone was just like having fun just talking freely whatever um but you know they ended up telling me they were on the the prom episode and I was like um okay so what happened (laughs) and they just they told me and they told me what had happened and I was like okay that's cool but once again, like I had never met these people. I didn't know if they were being honest. I didn't know. I didn't know the truth. I 
couldn't yeah. tell you for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so what had happened after that is uh, uh, Twitter had been like a newer thing within the past couple years at that time. And um, because my family and friends were so annoyed by me and me talking about Glee all the time, I would, you know, reach out on Twitter to other fans. And yeah. I mean, I didn't have a large following by any means. You know, it was maybe I, I don't remember the exact number, but a few hundred people, nothing crazy. Um, so I got onto Twitter and I, you know, as a fan and as like someone who's just like gossiping, I was like, so, you know, I found out this um, potential spoiler, like kind of reaching out to like, see what everyone thinks. Do we think this is possible? Do we think what, you know, whatever kind of, kind of, I, that was the idea I had in my head anyways. And um, the spoiler that I had heard was that um, Kurt was going to be um, prom queen and Karofsky was going to be prom king. And so in a way I kind of like tweeted it as like this acronym because I thought it was cool or something. I'm not really sure what that was, <laughs> but as like a funny way to see who could decipher my message. Um, and uh, I mean, that was it. It was later that night. I, I didn't really get much response back. So I went back to sleep or I went to sleep that night. And uh, the next morning I woke up and um, this was at the time when Twitter was sending you like notifications for every like you would get an email for every single notification, your mentions, yes. whatever. And I like look at my phone and it's completely blown up. Like I've got 2000 like emails and I'm like, wait, what's happening? It's like very confused. So it's like, did I get hacked? Like, I don't know. Yeah. So I log on to find out that um, lo and behold, um, Brad Falchuk, who is one of the producers of Glee, um, mm somehow came across my tweet i'm assuming it was must have been retweeted or mentioned amongst people and he must have came across it somehow so he then decided to publicly um kind of call me out for that and like um i forget his exact words but it was essentially along the lines of like you know like who are you to spoil something talented people have spent um months to create and good luck basically working in Hollywood and uh yeah so my heart kind of shattered into a million pieces like my stomach dropped um and it was it was a it was like I almost thought that I was living in some nightmare it took me a minute to like really be able to grasp what was happening um because then I was getting just an onslaught not only did I read his tweets but then of course all the fans that were reading that and as you know Glee has a very avid fan base um yes very and they're very passionate about it and i mean i love that i love the passion i had i had it too um but i was getting a lot of very angry very angry tweets and um the unfortunate part was obviously that i i didn't you know i I wasn't actually on the show i didn't know for sure what i was tweeting was even real um so and, and what happened from there i mean uh it kind of blew up so like within the first 24 hours it was um, news and like local news in Los Angeles within 48 news it be for, sorry, 48 hours it became like national news and then within 72 hours it became worldwide news like I was literally reading articles from uh, around the globe online yeah. that were in different languages with my picture next to it and you oh know and God. and the title was glee uh, extras uh, fired for um, spoiling episode and I was like okay, well, that's not accurate. Like, it's, it's not. And right. nobody really did their research or tried to really find out. They just ran with this story and it, it exploded. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I, I think at that time, it really was kind of one of the 
you know, social media was really becoming a really big thing. And, you know, it was newer and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. And so I think it was one of the first bigger stories where something like this happened with, and, and as you guys know, Glee was a huge, huge show, just massive. So anything to do with Glee, like people just, you know, blew it up and and ate it up. And so, you know, unfortunately for me, um, that's, uh, that's kind of how it transpired within the first three days. And I was just like, kind of uh kind of mind blown not gonna lie um yeah understandably i i feel as though it's like brad falchuk actually responding to that tweet validates the spoiler in some in some regard mm-hmm. right because it's like he could have just like saw the tweet and just like went on his day but the fact that he responded and was like he did all of that like he didn't need to do that. In in my personal opinion, um, you know, I as I and I understand as a producer and wanting to project your show, and if you think you have to do some kind of damage control, but yeah, in my opinion, I feel like he almost caused the damage because again, like I said, like I, I didn't have a lot of followers. I'm, I wasn't anybody like you know with a a, a large following where it, this was going to get out yeah. really, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't even confirmed. But I feel like by him tweeting that it confirmed it and then he sent it out to his thousands of followers and then that's where the news picked it up and so yeah i you know i think he he kind of blew it up into what it became honestly and also like just for the record like the tweet like didn't even outwardly say like uh, kurt is it said k is pq k a is PK, PK, and it's like, that literally could mean anything on, like, a periodic chart. And it wasn't like, here's a Glee spoiler. (laughs) Right, yeah. Exactly. Thank you, I feel the same way. I was like, well, I mean, you know, he could have even just messaged me personally and just be like, hey, you know, can you you take that down? Or like, I I just don't, you know what I mean? And I I just feel like Mm -hmm. he didn't do his own research into, I mean, he he didn't even find out that I wasn't an extra or whatever, and he essentially blacklisted me in Hollywood uh, before, yeah. you know, I, I was out there trying to, you know, go to film school and like achieve like my dreams. But here I am essentially blacklisted from a lot of different places now. Like I got dropped from my the casting agency I was working with um, a lot. Yeah, a lot of places, a lot of people didn't want to work with me. So that's uh, it, it definitely took its toll on me in, in a lot of ways. So yeah. that was rough. Coming from like one of your favorite shows, too. Exactly. That's the worst. Yeah. It was absolutely heartbreaking. Like I just, I, I was like, this is the worst thing that could have ever happened. I mean, I, yeah. I adored that whole, everybody on that show. I was so grateful for the creators and everything about, I mean, I, I can't tell you how much it meant to me uh, again, dealing with my own sexuality and being able to have that show. It was no, like, same, a, it was like a yeah. lifeline at some point. You know what I mean? Like it, it made you feel uh, like you belonged in some ways. And yeah. Totally. Um, it was just a really, it was a really cool thing. I, the show was, and it's just, it was unfortunate really for me to ha- have to experience that in such a negative way. Did you continue watching it after or? Yeah, yes. Yeah, I did um, f- for a little while um, just because, I mean, I still wanted to support the actors and the, mm-hmm. um, you know, and the other people it wasn't, I feel like that maybe was just him specifically that kind of had that reaction. Yeah. And um, also, I was still obsessed with the show, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, we do have six songs that we're going to get through in this in this hour with you. Do you have any favorite performances that we're projecting? Are we are we just picking some, or how does this we're work? We're picking completely random. I'll pick three songs. Allison will pick another three. Oh, I love those. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
Do you have any head. favorite songs from the the series? Anything that comes to mind? I mean, all of them were so amazing. Like yeah. I, I had so many favorite <laughs> ones. Um, I loved anything with uh, Santana and Britney because, um, yes. again, it's just they they grabbed my heart. So oh, yeah, same. Yes. Yeah, the absolute <laughs> best. So we're projecting Britney Santana. Okay, wait, Perfect. Allison, do you want to go first? I have been going first. Do you want me to continue to go first? Go first. Go first. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's fine. Like sweet morning dew, I took one look at you, and it was plain to see you were my destiny. Arms open wide, I threw away my pride. I'll sacrifice for you, dedicate my life to you. I will go where you lead, always there in time of need. And when I lose my will, you'll be there to push me up the hill. There's no, no looking back. Texas nest for you I'll do my best stand by you like a tree and dare anybody to try and move me darling in you I found strength when I was torn down don't know what's in store but together we can open any door oh, just to do what's good for you Come on, and inspire you a little higher I know you can make a man out of a soul that didn't ever go cause we we got the right foundation And with the love and determination You're all, all the joys under the sun Wrapped up into one You're all, you're all I need You're all I need You're all I need To get by Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> Just like in the middle of Mr. Schuster's history class, I love seeing what he's like teaching on the whiteboard <laughs> is American bald eagle. Like I'm like, okay, what? All about like, the eagle. All about the eagle. And I'm I like, also, like he does this impromptu performance in Marley's class, but like Everyone knew it was going to happen because the band was already there in the class with their <laughs> instruments. And how do they bounce back from that? Like when they're like, okay, the song's done. And the people dressed up in costume boys leave the classroom yeah. and Marley sits down. How does Mr. Shu just like start class again? And like, does one of the band members actually like, they're like, oh, actually, when I want to learn a little bit more about the bald eagle. So, <laughs> I'm going to stick around. Um, I think this is a very good song, though. I think it's very, very cute. Probably the best Jarley duet, Jake and Marley duet. I like this one a lot. Okay. Nicole, Nicole, what do you think? What are you thinking of this performance? 
I mean, I think it, yeah, I think it was adorable. I think Jake was, was uh, one of my favorite characters too, one of the newer ones. So uh, yeah. it was really cute between them, yeah. And this is when Jake is struggling with the Valentine's Day idea. So he goes to Ryder who has a crush on Marley right. and is like, what do I do for my girlfriend's Valentine's Day present? And Ryder just supplies him with the amazing, most perfect, most Marley right. ideas. And, and yeah. Jake's like, oh, yeah, thanks. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. And then he gets all the credit. Yeah. I hate it. I hate the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No more thoughts about it. Like, it, it's very cute. Marley got some pipes. Jake does. also does. Yes. Um, very cute. I'd be surprised if it, it doesn't go through, but we'll see. What I, I would be surprised if it would go through. Some For some reason, the Valentine's Day songs just don't do it for me. Cherish, have... Cherish and Silly Love Songs. And Cherish, Cherish is iconic and you need to shut up. <laughs> I, have a, I have a Jake performance, a Jake solo. So a Jake duet versus a Jake solo. Okay. <laughs> Stop being so modest and get your butt up here, Jake. Looking back on when I was a little nappy-headed boy Then my only worry was for Christmas what would be my toy Trying your best to bring the water to your eyes Thinking it might stop her from whipping your behind I wish those days could come back once more Why did those days ever have to go? I wish those days could come back once more Why did those days ever have to go? Cause I love them so Something nasty on the wall You nasty boy Teacher sends you to the principal's office Down the hall You grow up and learn that Kind of thing ain't right But while you were doing it It sure felt outside I wish those days Could come back once more Why did those days Ever have to go I wish those days Could come back once more Why did those days Ever have to go Jake does ballet. That was part of his character, I think. Right? I feel like I remember that. Um, wow. A Jake duet versus a Jake solo. Um, 
I like this one a lot, but I, we've had a we've had Jake solos before where it's like very similar to this, where it's like he's dancing around and podcast audio medium. <laughs> you didn't get to see uh, what he was doing. It was very fancy footwork between him and Mike Chang, and it was very good. I liked mm-hmm. it. Vocals were also there. Um, I loved it a lot. What are you thinking? I. I mean, I do. I love a Jake solo. Why do I love a Jake solo so much? This isn't my prerogative, though. It's oh. not my prerogative, and it's not Hanukkah Oh Hanukkah. Okay, that is the oh. best Jake song <laughs> on it's the a show. Weird, weird hill to die on. Weird <laughs> hill. <laughs> Nicole, how do you feel about this song? Were you uh, how did you feel about the second generation, the second coming of Glee? Jake Marley Ryder. I actually knew Jacob Artist. Uh, we were friends. We actually went to um, uh, acting class together. And so I think I will always have a little bit of a soft spot for him. Um, Wait, I love this. Biased, I love so this. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> just, I have <laughs> I have pictures of him w- with him on Instagram, but that was also, again, side note, when he got the whole Glee thing, it kind of like, he was kind of like worried about everything with what had happened with me. So it was kind of, um, Gosh. That whole thing. But, I mean, he's a great guy, great person, very talented. I always knew he was going to go far. And uh, I always, I, like, still support him till this day. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the performance, I think he's a great performer. He's got a great voice. And kid can dance. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, a, a Jake Marley duet versus this Jake solo, Nicole, do you want to start us off on the vote? Or do you want someone else to start? I can start. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I would go for the solo personally. I, sometimes those songs, those uh, romantic songs, are a little cheesy for me. I agree. Wait, awesome. Are you also going for the solo? Yeah, I'm also going for I Wish. I'd rather listen to Jake alone than Jake with Marley. Oh, <laughs> I'm going for the duet. I mean, it doesn't matter. because It doesn't it already, matter what you think, Andrew. It doesn't matter because I Wish is already going through. Wow. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was good, but it's not as good as the song I just pulled, baby boy. Oh, no, I'm scared. <laughs> it is not as good. Okay. Here we go. Oh, no. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. I can't go back okay. to babysitting brats. Iconic. Little girls, little girls, everywhere I turn. I can see them. Little girls, little girls, night and day I eat, sleep, and breathe them. I'm an ordinary woman with feelings. I like a man to nibble on my ear. Though I'll admit, no man has bit. How come I'm the mother of the year? Some women are dripping with diamonds. Some women are dripping with pearls. Lucky me, 
Lucky me, look at what I'm dripping with. Little girls. Someday I'll land in the nut house with all the nuts and the squirrels. There I'll stay tucked away till the prohibition of. Nini, Nini leaks absolutely on the ground. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I have to like... stop sharing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of like that image, that final image of just Jane Lynch, just like towering over. Like, I guess are they dead? All these Cheerios? <laughs> <laughs> They're simply passed away. At passed her away. She can't deal with these little girls. <laughs> <laughs> This is the song her character in Annie on Broadway sang. This was the song that Miss Hannigan sings in Annie. And this is at the end of season four, going into the summer, where during the summer, Jane Lynch is on Annie Mm -hmm. uh, 2013 singing this song. So I feel like there were probably some conversations between like Jane Lynch's people and Glee where it was like, can we have Jane Lynch sing this song as like sort of like promo for <laughs> for, for Annie this? on Broadway? Yeah, um, I mean it's an obvious song for Sue as well, mm-hmm. and I think it's just so much fun. I mean, we've had conversations in the past where it's clear that I don't stand by Sue's songs for whatever reason. <laughs> I mean, this is another one. I'm like, it's really fun. I would be surprised if it goes through i think it's just so i I don't know i'm conflicted (laughs) was annie on broadway annie was on broadway the summer that you and i were at pre-college yeah and so we i remember did we go to it i did not go to it did you no i remember they were like they were like what that whatever that like ticket system that they did where it was like pulled out of a hat or whatever yeah where it was like whoever will go to Annie. Because I think that was the same night that I saw Cinderella with Laura Osnes, who maybe she's a Blake, I don't know, but I want her on the podcast. Laura Osnes. Laura Osnes. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole, how do we feel about this? Um... I personally, in the show, I loved Sue. She cracked me up. I mean, I don't know that I would have been a, the biggest fan if she were in real life. <laughs> but <laughs> she always, I mean, yeah, she always put on a, a great, funny performance. Um, yeah, it's, it was pretty good. Pretty decent. I feel the identity of, like, she feels like being a cheer coach is her identity. And I can, I can identify with that. I can identify with her identifying with that. <laughs> because you're also a cheer coach? Because I'm also uh, a cheer coach and I live, <laughs> breathe, die by the pom-poms. Right. Try getting waterboarded. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> um, this is the point in the series where Sue um, has confessed to um, bringing a gun into the school and shooting it. And okay. so now she is, uh, she is like, I think teaching like aerobics classes or something. But then like when season five comes around, like she's the principal. She's principal. Which I don't understand how that makes sense. We just forgave the school shooting episode and act like it had never happened. <laughs> Let's see what's against. Okay. This is a another musical song. 
from a Christmas episode, but not necessarily a Christmas song. Oh, I know. Can I guess what it is? Yeah. What is it? Is it My Favorite Things? It is My Favorite Thing. My Favorite Things is not a Christmas song. (laughs) I will die. I will die saying that. (laughs) Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Cream-colored ponies and crisp apple strudels. Doorbells and sleigh bells and schnitzel with noodles. Walkies that fly with the moon on their wings. These are a few of my favorite things. Girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes. Snowflakes that stay on my nose and eyelashes. Silver white winters that melt into springs. These are a few of my favorite things. When the dawn bites, when the bee stings, when I'm feeling sad, I simply remember my favorite things, and then I don't feel so bad. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Cream-colored ponies and crisp apple strudels. Doorbells and sleigh bells and schnitzel with noodles. Wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings. These are a few of my favorite things. Girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes Snowflakes that stay on my nose and eyelashes Silver white winters that melt into spring These are a few of my favorite things When the dog bites, when the bee stings When I'm feeling sad I simply remember my favorite things And then I don't feel so Christmas song not a wait why is it not a Christmas song it's not a Christmas song because they don't uh, this isn't it's sung at Christmas time like I'm pretty sure in the sound of music it's not Christmas time when they sing this then why did Glee sing it in a Christmas episode because it's been it's been made by our society this is the problem (laughs) with our society is that they say my favorite things is a Christmas song and they play it on the radio during Christmas time you know what it's not what do you think about the Glee cast version of My Favorite Things? I don't like it. You don't like it? I think it's a very fun performance. <laughs> um, I think that for these characters to finally be put in front of a camera, this is exactly how they would act. Where they're like, <laughs> they're like, they're looking directly at the camera the entire time, just like completely yeah. showing face. They're having so much fun, um, but they're being very, very annoying. But I think, I think it's still. I think it's still very cute. And I mean, like, Rachel, Mercedes, Kurt, and Blaine, I think this is the only number the four of them really get mm-hmm. all together. I think it's I think it's a good performance. Nicole, what are you thinking of my favorite things? I agree with you, Allison, that I don't understand the whole Christmas thing. Thank you. Specifically <laughs> Christmas. So <laughs> back you up there. 
Um, I, I, I thought it, I, again, it's, it's cute. I, I kind of liked the more of the ensemble performances myself. I liked the just different tones and everything. And you got some of the strong singers in there with uh, Mercedes and Rachel and Blaine and Kurt, obviously. And I mean, all of them really. Um, yeah. but it's, you know, yeah, it's a little on the slower side for me. Going back to, okay. You were an extra on Glee. That scene that you did, did you interact with any of the cast members like on the sh- on the show itself no but did i interact with them like behind the scenes like it was you know you, you have right you're yeah. on set for like eight hours a day yeah, yeah. I, I was i spoke with quite a few of them uh, briefly very briefly they're obviously very busy and all over the place and back at their trailers and whatever else but mm-hmm. um but i didn't interact with them like in any scenes again i right. like my main scene was like running through a hallway or something if i remember correctly <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> trying to get out of there i guess i don't know but that must have been so much fun just like seeing the production happening as a glee fan right um i can't tell you my mind was just exploding the entire time you could probably find brain bits of mine like just all over <laughs> yeah. the place i don't even know what was happening like it was just such a rush I, i'm not even sure that i had all my memories are still there from it because right. i was just so excited this i just want to say one last thing about my favorite things yeah this i've had this conversation twice today already um, so I'm, I've made the risky choice. There is a speaker at my workplace that sometimes uh-huh. I get the aux cord to. And I'm like, okay, I have to like play music that everybody's going to be okay I with. I feel like the Gleek should know you don't need to reveal exactly where you live for the Gleek, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I work at a zoo. Yeah. yeah. I am a zoo keeper. So I'm playing these songs, not only for me, but also for all of the animals that I work with. So right. I need I need music that's going to please everybody, whether mm-hmm. they're human or not. And so I play, <laughs> I chose to play the Glee Complete playlist at work today because I've just been on a binge. I go through On shuffle weird... or just like in order? On shuffle. Okay, on shuffle, cool. baby. And <laughs> usually like I make safe for work playlists that I'm like, okay, if I leave this running and I leave the room... It's not going to be something weird and super not work appropriate. The but zoo with, patrons wouldn't hear that, right? No, 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 no. Not in okay. any way, but like my coworkers would, and I don't want to put them through anything they don't want to be put through with when it comes to music. Yeah. However, with Glee, I never know what the fuck is going to come out of my phone. Like, <laughs> I always pause it when I leave the room because I'm like, I could come back and it's the talking song by will schuster like make him laugh the weird part at the beginning which i cannot handle or it's going to be something like it just on like my favorite touch it touch it touch me yeah oh no i know i so i i have to pause it when i leave the room but when we played it on shuffle today my favorite things played and my (gasps) coworker and i were like um this is not a christmas song literally already had this conversation today Oh my god! Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of love that. When it comes down to it, though, my favorite things versus little girls. Little girls. I think it's also little girls for me. No, I did not. Say, I'm not voting little girls. That's not my vote. I was oh just, wait, what is your is your vote? My favorite things. I think my vote is my favorite things, which makes me call the tiebreaker. I I need to say that I need to. <laughs> Get myself in good graces with the Sue fandom with again. With the Sue fans. <laughs> because because I've just like turned my back too many times on Sue songs. I think every single time. 
um, with Sue songs. So, th- hey, this is me. This is me trying. <laughs> um, Nicole, Nicole where's break going? Tie. Oh, goodness. No pressure here. No, I think I'm going to have to go with my favorite things. What was it? My little things, my favorite things. My favorite Thank things. Thank you. Yeah, just, just the ensemble. Down. I like that. Okay. My it is two songs, both from musicals. That's true. At, at the and end of the movie day. musicals. <laughs> and Fox original live musicals. Oh, that's that's true. Wait, wait, did they do Ooh. the... Wait, no. Wait, they didn't do any live. I was thinking about and the Cameron Diaz. And that's also not Fox. That's Sound NBC. of Music was Fox with Carrie Underwood. I think that was NBC. Mm. Nicole, do you have any knowledge of <laughs> no. why? No, damn it. No, I don't. <laughs> I can Google Did it Fox... real quick. <laughs> I think, it, no, it, it's okay. I think it was like the M- NBC that does the hairspray, the whiz, Sound of Music, Peter Pan. I think that was NBC, not Fox. Who did Grease? I, I think it was a different network. I, the Gleeks are still going to come after me, even though it's the not Gleeks Glee. are going to come after I, me. <laughs> <laughs> you know who would have been on speaking of Grease Live, I'm just gonna change the subject here. Who sure. would have been on Glee is Jordan Fisher. I fully believe that Jordan Fisher would have been on Glee. Andrew, you do not know who that is because I've That's, already that name, talked to you about name, him. Yeah, wait, that name sounds like wait, you were talking about him last night. I was talking about him last night. He is Evan Hansen in Dear Evan Hansen when Dear Evan Hansen comes back to Broadway. He was in Glee, or Glee. <laughs> he was in Grease Live. I don't know what character he played, though. I don't know the name of the character. And you also don't Jordan know the Fisher. network, apparently. Apparently, I don't. I think it's Fox. I'm going to go down with that ship that it's Fox. And. Um, oh, God. Okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Wait. No, I drew a ha- song. I drew oh, a song. Oh, you already drew the song. That's this right. This is how I'm reacting, and the Gleeks are going to get mad at me. Oh, wait, okay, I'm scared. Coming home used to feel so good. I'm a stranger now in my neighborhood. I've seen the world at a faster pace. And I'm coming now from a different place. Though I may look the same way to you. Underneath there is somebody new. I am not the boy next door. I don't belong like I did before Nothing ever seems like it used to be You can have your dreams, but you can't have me Oh, I can't come back there anymore Cause I am not the boy next door You've been saving those souvenirs Faded photographs from our foolish years We made plans, but they're wearing thin And they don't work out, cause I don't fit in And those memories will just weigh you down Cause I got no place to keep them uptown I am not the boy next door I don't belong like I did before Nothing ever seems like it used to be You can have your dreams, but you can't have me Oh, I can't go back there I'm not sorry for just being me But if you look past the past you can see that 
conversation this is how sick our conversations are (laughs) is that um (laughs) again this is like wow you had you talked about my favorite things today we talked about this song last night yeah but we talk about glee every single night (laughs) glisteners just let it be known it's not always recorded um (laughs) there's hours of content that nobody's heard you like asked me what the the best Kurt solo was. And I Coolo. guess this, I think this is my third guess. Um, and I feel oh, like that's- Oh, I wanted you to guess what my favorite Kurt solo was. Yeah. And I guessed this song and you and had it, like a very strong negative reaction absolutely to this song. Not. Yeah. Um, for some reason, this is his Niada audition. For some reason, I think I Am the Greatest Star it was his Niada audition. What was that? That was his audition for West Side Story. Oh, okay. I get those two mixed up. Yeah. No, I, um, I don't, uh, for some reason, so being so deep into Tumblr in like 2011, 2012, and being on the Klain side of Tumblr, Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of that like Kurt hip roll. Right. Is like burned into my There's two sides of Tumblr. (laughs) The regular side and then the Klain side. (laughs) There's an entire, like, Klain fans were cuckoo crazy. I mean, Glee fans in general are cuckoo crazy, and I'm saying that as a Klain Glee fan. Um, Uh I am cuckoo crazy. But Klain fans were just a whole nother thing. I can't tell you the amount of fan fiction that I read that should not have been written. And also... You created fan fiction, but I um... also did create clan plain fan fiction. So I fed into the obsession. Yeah. Um however, I this it's not Kurt. Like it doesn't feel Kurt, and that's why Whoopi Goldberg is like, no, this is not you. This is very showman. Stop it. Like No It's not. It's not. No, because you're getting your glax wrong. You're getting your glax wrong here. My glax? <laughs> your glee facts. Um, no. Because because Whoopi Goldberg actually says that this was a very good performance. I forget her exact wording, but she likes the performance, which is why it's like met like a few episodes later with such prize that he doesn't actually get into Niada. Did you see Whoopi Goldberg's face that whole entire performance? She was Whoopi just Goldberg solemn. has an egot. She can do whatever she wants with her goddamn face. <laughs> Nicole. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> Please save us. Yeah, I mean, again, Kurt, I adore him. Everything he does is so I just love him. Um, I don't know if this is one of his strongest performances, but uh you know, I think it was, I think it spoke to him. And I agree, Whoopi Goldberg didn't look very super impressed. But, um, you know, again, yeah, she can do whatever she wants. And um, it's true. <laughs> yeah. It, 
it's yeah. the same face that she has every morning on the view whenever <laughs> Megan McCain is <laughs> speaking. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not the boy next door is <laughs> Megan McCain. <laughs> um, oh my God. Do we? Do we? <laughs> Megan McCain. Megan McCain is the boy next door. Okay, you're just like trying. You're trying to say like episode titles right now. I try to say episode titles. You're trying to say episode titles. This song. Okay, wait. Bring it back. This song, "The Boy from Oz." I don't know what that is. Anybody know what "The Boy from Oz" is? No. No. Okay, that, that is that a musical? <laughs> they make reference to it in this episode that they're like, I'm like Kurt's like, oh, I was thinking about doing, um, like a an homage to Hugh Jackman's performance at the Tonys where he does the like the Boy from Oz song. I, I've never heard of the Boy from Oz outside of this show. This um, is just such a deep seated Broadway reference that feels weird to me. Yeah. I feel safe about this song. We'll see what I have. Are you sure? I wouldn't. Oh, I have a season one song of a okay, really great done. final performance. Just Here we skip go. the voting. Don't even show it to us. Want your bad romance. I want your ugly. I want your disease. I want your everything as long as it's free. I want your love. Love, love, love. I want your love. I want your psycho, your vertical stick. Want you in my real window, baby, you're sick. I want your love. Nicole, tell us how you felt about this performance, season one in general. Yeah. 
Okay, well, so, I mean, season one, okay, actually, you guys asked me, and I do think, like, the first generation of Jim Glee, I just, that's, I think, more my my jam with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm absolutely in love with Diana Agron, so everything about that performance with her, on point. And, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love Lady Gaga? And I think they had such a fun time with that, and it looks like with all their different outfits, and, like, um as in general i just i really liked that performance i thought it was a lot of fun it was so good i loved all the costumes i like i like it's hard to even like pick like a favorite costume costume of, oh santana yeah. in the bodysuit with santana, the big yeah. bow on her head but sign me like up you, like quinn with with that like hoop at the end of her skirt i I'm in love. And she's pregnant at this time, too. Oh, she's fully pregnant. She's, like, two <laughs> episodes away from giving birth. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I love it. I love the costumes. I think Rachel's sewn-together dress of <laughs> stuffed animals is great. So funny. Um, She did... Th- where, where did the dress go that her mom made her, Adina Menzel? So, like, um, she made this one, like... This was like an homage to the Kermit the Frog Lady Gaga dress. Mm-hmm. And and she made that by herself. And then she showed up to Adina Menzel, who she just realized was her mom. Mm-hmm. And was like, look how tragic it is. <laughs> Without a mom, that this is the best I can do with a Lady Gaga dress. And then, and then this- minutes later, they sing Poker Face. Yes. And Adina Menzel is like, actually, I don't want to be in your life. I don't want to be your mom. <laughs> Um, <laughs> my contract's up. Um, <laughs> um, this song means oh. just like okay. So I just remember watching this this song, <laughs> this episode with my parents. We watched the first season on the DVD box set, mm-hmm. and and so like we would watch like an episode like every night or every other night. And we got to this episode. I remember my mom, when she got to this performance, like like a quarter of the way through this performance was like, pause. And she was like, I need to go do things before I can like finish the rest of this, of this <laughs> song. It was just Why? like, it was, it was too much for her. Overstimulating. Um, it, was, it was overstimulating. Too much costumes. I don't know. I, <laughs> I simply don't know. But then That's like a few, a few years later... When I had my first boyfriend, we, I like, I put, I like, like threw the line out there and I was like, hey, by any chance, do you watch Glee? And he turned out to be a, a very big Glee fan as well. And his like, uh, memorable moment with the series was highlighting this performance was mm-hmm. he, every time that he would like put like, uh, Easy Mac in the microwave, he instead of like setting a timer, he would put this song on, and whenever it got to the Santana part, um, where she speaks French, that's when he knew to like take it out. That's how you know your Easy Mac is done. <laughs> um, but so I mean, this song just I I think it's so funny. I think it's just hilarious. I love it. That's Wait, it. what was it against? <laughs> It was, it's against not the boy next door. I think all of our votes are obvious. Yep. Nicole. Wait, I don't um, want to speak for Nicole. You don't even I have to I said Nicole ask, as like a, a way to <laughs> yes. say her vote. Yes. I forgot what the other song was even. Go, I, this yeah. <laughs> it's bad romance all the way. So okay. I pulled all of the losers no, again this episode. Oh my God. Wait, but I like, I voted against 
two of the three, so it doesn't count. Does that count? Does that count as me having all of the losers? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so all the winners are, I wish my favorite things in bad romance and you have and the losers. all of the losers are your own <laughs> I need to get by little girls and not the boy next door. Oh, gosh. I feel like the, the Gleeks are really going to be upset about not the boy next door. Sorry, I don't Gleeks. think the Gleeks. The Gleeks. Gleeks. Hear me out. Listeners. <laughs> When it comes down to what's my favorite Kurt solo again? Being alive. Okay. When it comes to being alive, that is the Kurt solo I will fight for. Being alive is going to the next round of the Glacket. It will at least make it to the third round. I'm not I'm not gonna promise the fourth. Okay. But it will go uh, to Being the Alive will make it to the third round. Being alive will make it to the third round. That is the Kurt solo I will fight for, not the boy next door. And maybe I am the greatest star will probably not pass the first round. I mean, you've already turned your back on one of them, so. I've already turned my back on I am the greatest star. Whenever we pull it, whether I have it, whether I have it, I'm putting it back in. Wow. So it's the last song we ever listened to in this (gasps) round. (laughs) Oh, my question. I forgot. Nicole, Hmm. at the end of every episode, to wrap up, I ask all of our guests if Glee was still on in 2021 today, because it's a Tuesday, and Glee aired on Tuesdays. <laughs> what are they singing? What are they performing? Oh my goodness. Today, as in right now, uh, what am I listening to? Uh, Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. Yes. Oh, yes. for sure. Yes. Wait, who do you think would sing it? Who would you want to sing it? Maybe Santana. Oh, she had that, okay. edge, that edge to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be mm-hmm. good. I feel like Glee would do like the whole dedication in the music video too. Like they'd all be in the makeup and. Oh good. wait, is that the like yeah. the vampire one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, oh, he's dressed up all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. I feel like there's a whole era. Did they do any Ed Sheeran songs on Glee? They did one. They did sing in the final season. The Warblers did. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That's a whole thing that Glee could have done. Is a whole right. Ed Sheeran episode. Mhm. Like the A team. Who do you think would yeah. sing that? Oh. Wait, did they not do the A-Team? They did not do the A-Team. Oh, dang. I thought they did. Yeah. That would have been a good one, for real, yeah. <laughs> right? Happier? Happier would definitely... It would have been happier, happier. Happier, happier, Ed yes. Sheeran's happier, <laughs> mashed up with Olivia Rodrigo's happier. Yes. Wow. Perfect. Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. Please. Call us up. We have ideas. <laughs> These are missed opportunities. Come on. <laughs> Nicole, um, yes. the the Gleeks want to know where they can find you. A- anything that you want to promote? What's going I, on? Um, probably just Instagram is the easiest. It's where I chat with people and you know keep up with everything. Uh, it's literally my name. It's at Nicole Crowther. So that's it. Cool. Awesome, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. To end every episode, what we do is we just say bye in the most annoying voice. Perfect. <laughs> And we do it after after one, okay? Three, two, one. 
Bye. Bye. This has been Gleek the Week, hosted by Andrew McGuire and Allison Dodge. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm at Allison Dodge. And you can follow me at McGuiGuy, M-C-G-U-Y underscore G-U-Y. And you can even follow the show's page at Gleek of the Week Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Our theme song is mixed by Joe Graves. And the cover art was done by Elias Williams. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you'd like to be a Gleek of the Week, email us at gleekoftheweekpod at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on. Whee! <laughs>